everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Kashras, presented by the Kashras Awareness Project in conjunction with Torah Anytime. Today, I am privileged to be joined by Rabbi Shalom Fishbane, Kashras Administrator of the Chicago Rabbinical Council and Executive Director of ACO. Thank you, Rabbi Fishbane. Thank you for having me. Today, we'd like to discuss common product, consumer-related questions before Pesach. I'm sure you're inundated every year can I buy this without Ashkacha for Pesach? Can I buy that? So on and so forth. I'm traveling on Pesach. I don't have food with me. What can I buy? Can I buy a very common question is spring water, things like that. What are the common questions that you found as far as products and certification with regard to Pesach? Yes, by far it is our busiest time of year. Um, and as we get closer to Pesach, you know, we, we you have the, the, the people going through their medicine cabinet you can see okay how about this how about that and they're reading these words they can't it's great right. it's 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 such a wonderful thing SD alcohol 40 is the favorite yeah right? yeah and the cholesterol <laughs> is just Baruch Hashem they shamer and they and they want to do the right thing so we we created a website called askcrc.org where there's two clicks there's year-round and Pesach and you just press it and most of your questions will be found in askcrc.org so just that you should know that as a okay. good consumers so common questions oh my gosh I think there's there's before Pesach and then there's on Pesach on Pesach the most common question is bottled water like you mentioned you're in a park Halmai trip you know you can't get much but what about bottled water is there a difference between you know mineral oil spring water this water that water so here's the here's the the, the basic thing bottled water is fine for Pesach if it's just plain water now if it says mineral water, that's almost always going to be fine, as long as um, it doesn't have something in it that's called calcium citrate, okay, or vitamins. Then it's a problem. But if you see other things in there like calcium chloride, magnesium chloride, magnesium oxide, magnesium sulfate, these are the common ones potassium bicarbonate, potassium chloride, sodium bicarbonate, sodium chloride. I'm going to give you a test afterwards if you knew all those. Um, those are all fine. The one you want to stay away from again, calcium citrate. calcium citrate, or if it says caffeinated. Caffeinated is, um, you know how, how they get caffeine? They don't, it doesn't grow on the ground. It's a fascinating subject, and basically they buy the caffeine from, let's say, the coffee makers. Now, you have a coffee bean, coffee bean's fine. How do you extract out caffeine from coffee? You, there's several ways. One of the ways is ethyl alcohol, and that's the way ethyl acetate, where it's, it could be chametz, and you, you actually extract it and it has chametz in it. They have this caffeine powder and they sell it to water companies, soda companies. Mm -hmm. So that's why if something is decaf, you always want to be uh, aware of it. You want to uh, avoid caffeinated water, or minerals that have the, the calcium Does citrate. Does it make a difference if it's spring water or purified water? No, no. Same thing, the same, same, thing. same concerns. Calcium citrate right. is a problem. The others that you mentioned are not. Right, and obviously flavored water you not want flavored. to stay away from. Right. One of the common questions also is what about seltzer? It's a whole yeah. subject. It's not about the water, but it's the bubbles. How they make the bubbles, they do take the bubbles from um, from companies that produce, they, they scrub carbonation. Yes, they make carbonation, but it's a byproduct of something. No one just makes that. They they're doing other things, mm. and uh, many times it could come in America mostly from corn, 
which is the kidney shen stanu. That's just the shiloh for your rub. And some places actually buy it from beer companies. Oh, wow. Yeah, but again, it's the same shiloh locha. Is a gas considered something the should should have to worry about or not? That's a shiloh for a right. So the, those that, like the CRC, if we give a hechsher on seltzer, we make sure that the bubbles come from petroleum, which is innocuous, as opposed to kidneys or this. Interesting. Okay. So that would be a, a, another uh, question. Um, I don't know, you're out there and you're, you're hungry, it's chalamoid, or beforehand, what about fish? So, um, you know, most of the fish that is caught in the seas, you know, whether it's in Alaska or whatnot, and they want to sell it to you fresh, what they'll do is they'll flash freeze it, mm. okay? And if they catch it and they freeze it right away, and then we thought it's as if they just caught it and it's really fresh and it looks fresh, they'll sell it as fresh. Now, how do you flash freeze? So sometimes they'll add in it corn solids to make that nice thin um, like a layer? layer that it doesn't allow any, you know, um, any oxygen to get in. So when you're buying your fish um, uh, on, on Yom Tov or even before Yom Tov, you should, and it doesn't come with a hechsher obviously for Pesach, you should wash it off in case there's some residue of this kidneys, which mm -hmm. is bottle baroi, but nevertheless, Amisrael uh, Kodesh, we want to get rid of all that. So that's another example. And speaking of kidneys, I want to share with you something fascinating. As you may know, I'm a shaykhet myself, and I spend a lot of time in the Beishchita. And one of the things that they do is when they mark something kosher, they're going to write on it, kosher, chalak, Beish Yosef, you know, mohoder, uh, whatever. And also, the, even the USDA, the grade A, grade B, they stamp. They stamp with ink, edible ink. Did you ever buy like a big roast? And it has, and it has like, you see like blue or sure. maybe red. That's actually edible ink. And edible ink is, depending on the country, it could be kidneys or it could be chomets. Wow. So here's just a great halachic shayla. If you drink that ink, that ink they'll send you to the hospital. But mm -hmm. in the small amount that it's stamping, it is allowed. So what's, what is the status of that ink in halacha? <clears throat> it's a great shayla. We at the CRC require all of our uh, caterers or anyone preparing for Pesach, when you get a piece of meat, especially like Pesach people buy those uh, huge, you know, roasts. huge roasts and it has not it, yeah. you got to take it off according to our policy because it's a shayla of kidneys and in certain areas maybe even chametz. Again, I'm not saying those that don't is a problem because you may want to say it's nifsal, right, but you should know this. So that's another uh, another interesting thing that, that comes across uh, our desk. Now, now the, the, again, going back to the person who's on a trip, could they buy? We're, we're trying to help them. Yes. They, have, they, they want to know if they could buy water. You went through water, fish. Could they buy? Are there nuts that they could buy? Uh, is there any other product so that they could buy? So nuts actually is that's a great that's a great example. So whole. Uh, slivered, chopped nuts, um, whether in the shell or not the shell, that are just raw, or even what they what they call steam pasteurized, that's fine. But if it says on it blanched, if it says on it roasted, roasted, that's not okay. Or let's say it's not blanched or roasted, but it's finely ground into powder, that needs a hexer because they put other things in there that it should flow nicely. Um, sometimes it will say BHT or BHA, which is a you know preservative, is added to help it. While that inherently is not an issue, but they do add other things to the BHT BHA, which could be a problem for Pesach. Um, now, they do need these items. Do need hashkach in general. 
So it's it's really the same thing, you know. So it's it's, it's a related it's thing. It's inter, interrelated. Uh, for Pesach, obviously, we're more machmer, right. but certainly, uh, you know, whole nuts or, or chopped nuts that are not uh, roasted or blanched during the year is fine. Is um, is fine to go. Uh, the one exception we have found to the nut category is pecans, pecans, depending where you are, <laughs> and that has it's very interesting. We we certify some pecan companies. And there's a system where they put in some alcohol to separate the halves and the quarters, you know, because when you crack it, different yeah, it pieces come out. Breaks up into different sizes. So because of that, we say that, um, you know, shelled pecans uh, should have a hashkacha, uh, despite the rule that I said earlier. And obviously, where if nuts are kidneys, like peanuts, there's nothing right. to talk about. Right. But that would be, so there are ways to do it. There are places that do sell a whole, you know, uh, or uh, unprocessed nuts. You certainly can buy that on Pesach. That would be a good example, yes. Uh, if, if you want to make something quickly with that fish we talked about and you're in a place and there's no kosher to Pesach oil, extra virgin olive oil, uh, that's a cold press, that's, that's what it means, uh, we believe is okay for Pesach, even without a hashkacha. It's known in the industry as EVOO, extra virgin olive oil, and that would be something, uh, there's some people that are more Again, mockmer. Again, just to make sure there's no misunderstanding, even without any hashkocha? Yes. Not just that it has hashkocha, but it doesn't have hashkocha for Pesach? Yeah. Even without there's, any hashkocha? There's no heat involved. No that, heat involved. Right. So all year round, really, you could buy extra virgin olive oil for food right. prepper for food. I was just in a food. place way out there on an island somewhere where we were doing a small, and and there was no food. We, we were with a group of rabban, we were starving. And they said, okay, Rabbi, do your magic. Go into the kitchen and do something. So I sat with the chef, and we found some salmon, you know, the skin on or whatever. whatever you know, we found some, some kosher fish raw. I said, okay, you have any oil? Nothing was kosher. <clears throat> any extra virgin olive oil? Oh, yeah, here we go. New bottle. You know, we took it out. Some spices, brand new. And uh, we double wrapped it. I put it in to make a Bishli Yisrael. It was a wonderful meal. So, okay. Next time that happens, uh, you know, but that that's an example. That's when you're lucky enough to be traveling with Rabbi Fishman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Anyway, thank you for these tips before Pesach. And again, it's always a pleasure speaking to you. Thank, thank you. Thank you.